0: it up and welcome to cars yeah show number 1829 today i'm in the beautiful country of italy talking about hypercars all electric hypercars this is going to be fun this is cars yeah where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts mark green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration so get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah! Hello, or I should say ciao, inspiring automotive enthusiast. Buongiorno and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today I'm in Murano, Italy with a very special guest by the name of, well his formal name is Dion but we're going to call him Franco. Pizzuto Franco, welcome to Cars. Yeah. do you have it in gear? And I should—I usually say, are you ready to re- release the clutch, but no clutch today, right?
1: Everything is electric. Hello, Mark. It's great to be with you today.
0: Well, we're going to have some fun. I mean, you're doing some amazing things. But before I give you a proper introduction, I would love for you to share one little thing that maybe most people don't know about you, Franco.
1: Uh, well, yes, indeed. Uh, actually, only a few very Close friends know that my first job was not in the automotive industry, actually. I was doing agriculture machineries and tractors before getting into the electric vehicle arena, let's say. So, you know, it's, it, it's funny because it's a little bit like Mr. Lamborghini did, you
0: know, yes. Lamborghini
1: in the 60s. They were, were doing tractors and then we know what Lamborghini is doing today. And by the way, the Lamborghini company, uh, st- the tractor company, Still exist as a brand. It's not the same family anymore. So yes, I have a similar heritage. So until uh, late 2006 I was doing machinery and I was doing great and I uh, used to live in atlanta because we had very close operation with a very big name uh, of the industry which is an american brand mm. and and that's the reason why you know I uh, I literally uh, changed my life, and I uh, changed the industry back then.
0: Well, so you and Ferruccio have something in common.
1: Yes, uh, <laughs> but I, I tell you, I never owned a Ferrari, so I have no complaints to do to uh, to Ferrari, and uh, I own Porsches, many Porsches oh, uh, wow. before. Yeah. So we have something in common.
0: You and I are going to get along very nicely because that's always been my mark of choice. Let me give you a proper introduction. Franco Pizzuto is the chief executive officer of Automobili Estrema. Estrema is a new player in the high-end electric vehicle arena with a team that has a proven record of experience and success. The brand represents the perfect blend of extremely different elements, innovation, and revolutionary technologies with the beautiful Italian styling and craftsmanship we all love. Together, they have created a new Italian car brand of design excellence, combining design, engineering, and manufacturing in a low-volume, zero-emission hypercar and supercar. Franco has over 30 years of international business experience. He is a visionary pioneer, an entrepreneur, a philanthropist, and a polyglot. His career has taken him around the globe, and he has worked with TUI in Germany, AGCO and Caterpillar in North America, as he mentioned, Yanmar in Japan, Valmet in Brazil, Jaguar Land Rover, Fisker Automotive, and many others. This guy has been everywhere. We'll be back in just a minute to talk with Franco, but first a word from our very valued sponsor. So Keep your seat on. We're going to have some fun today. Stay put. We'll be right back. Did you know the most damaging thing to your vehicle's interior is the sun? Harsh UV rays damage your interior over time. Cracking the dash, fading colors, and the heat makes getting into your favorite ride downright unbearable. My friends at Covercraft have the perfect solution for you and me. Their quality-made sunscreens are easy to use, take seconds to install and to remove, and they protect your vehicles while parked in the sun if using a cover isn't a good option. I have one for every one of my cars. They come in a variety of colors and options, and their accordion design makes unfolding and folding them up for storage as cool as the summer breeze. Your sunscreen comes custom-tailored for your special vehicles and manufactured with the quality, and attention to detail that's been the standard for Covercraft since 1965. Here at Cars Yeah, I've got a savings just for you. Use the code ya 21 that's yeah 2 at Covercraft.com, and they'll give you 10% off your Covercraft order. That's right, 10% off. Simply use the code ya 21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. When it was time to renew my collector car policy, my carrier raised my rates. By a lot. But why? My usage was the same, my car's value was the same, and I had never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. The only change was their rate, and they had no reason why. What's with that? I researched my options, I spoke to others, and with American Collectors Insurance is where I now have my policy. What a difference. A live person actually answers the phone. She spent time learning about me and my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my orange crush, and provided a reasonable quote. American Collectors Insurance now protects my special ride. I'm saving hundreds of dollars and I can sleep at night knowing my baby is properly insured. Why wait until your next premium is due? Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote. Call 866 ac one Yeah, that's 866 866- 224 9324. Tell them you're a friend of mine, Mark Green at Cars, yeah. American Collectors Insurance, classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors, automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. All right, Franco, we are back. So let's dive a little deeper into the corner. I'd love for you to talk a bit about. What you're doing here, and maybe we go back a little bit with your history of all these different brands, but then dive into Automobili Estrema. So take it away.
1: Uh, Yeah, well, you know, uh, you named a lot of companies that I was working over the last 30 years. So as you can imagine, I'm not that young anymore, even, uh, you know. (laughs) I think you are like me. We still uh, feel being young, and uh, yes, yes, I'm full with passion and uh, enthusiasm. And uh, you know, as long as we have this in common, I think we can still uh, be young, at least feel young. Therefore. Last year, as you know, everyone was at home with the first lockdown we experienced in Italy in early March of 2020, and uh, everyone had uh, other plans. Uh, And for the first time in our lives, we were somehow uh, reduced of uh, staying at home and uh, not being able to travel, which was uh, an incredible experience for me because I used to travel for the last thirty years, uh, like uh, twice a month, on you know different continents, uh, mainly Europe and North America, but also all the other continents, mm-hmm. I had all kind of miles uh, with, especially with one major international airline, and all the benefits, as you know, and so forth. and And then suddenly you're at home. Yeah. So basically, basically th- that was the thing that was giving us the. Uh, the first part of uh, having uh, Zoom calls, you know, I... Barely knew before what Zoom uh, (laughs) actually was. I think
0: a (laughs) few of us had never used those. Although, you know, I use Skype, so it's kind of the same thing. But, yeah. Yeah. Wow.
1: Indeed. Indeed. So, you know, somebody uh, sent me invite over Zoom. What is this uh, thing here? (laughs) And then at least we could see each other, you know. Yes. And then uh, the the group uh, become bigger and bigger. And we said, okay, what are we going to do? One of these guys were former designers uh, at Fisker Automotive that I knew from the past. And so we started to play a little bit with some sketches. And then we fall in love more and more into the sketches. And, and then we said, okay, let's have a try. Let's see if we can do a car out, out of the sketches, right? Wow! And it began, it began yeah, like almost like uh, playing all together. And then, and then we're here as a company, and we have presented our first prototype, and we did all this barely seeing each other in in real, because you know Alexander Alexander Klatt is, is in California, Gary Hughes is in England, uh, Yannick Voss is in Denmark, uh, Roberto Liva in Torino, myself in Milano, and uh, you know uh, all around the globe, but reunited thanks to uh, the, the the common passion. And we did it, and wow. we are here. And I think uh, uh, with we accomplished with a with a serious uh, car. And uh, you have seen the pictures, and I I hope you liked it. Oh and, yes,
0: uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know th- this is fascinating because. I've talked to so many people, as I always do, and COVID affected so many people in a negative way. But in some ways, this transformation in life has brought on some new innovative thoughts and what you guys are doing, a car born from COVID, which I don't even want to say that because Northern Italy was one of the hardest hits part of the country or the world when this COVID first hit. You guys were slammed and lost so many people and it was so tragic. But from this cocooning we had to do, a butterfly has existed. And you guys have created Estrema, which uh, is feminine, as I understand the language. Yeah. Why why, yeah. why? feminine? Where did that come from?
1: Yeah, because, you know, La macchina uh, in Italian is, is feminine. It's not like in English, the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, so actually, we give to beautiful things always a feminine name. And therefore, la bella macchina, the beautiful car, is like uh, saying la bella donna, the beautiful woman. Ah. Same way. And that's the re- the reason why we wanted to create this uh, connection of a beautiful woman with a beautiful car. This is a little bit a romantic way of the Italians to see the car, you know. Yes. We, uh, we have a saying in Italy, which is donne e motori, gioie e dolori, which means uh, women and motors are happiness and also bring you troubles you know <laughs> it's both it, it, it can be both it's, it's you know and, and, and indeed uh, some of the listeners uh, might might say yes it's true you know um, of course uh, we love to see everything into you know the shape of a beautiful woman yes. right oh, yeah. so you, you, have, you have all these uh, uh, nice uh, details on the car which remind a little bit of let's say Sophia Lauren, you know very curvy woman, maybe today would not be successful anymore because you know the shape of the women today are pretty, let's say flat yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. but uh But I I, I definitely prefer the Corby uh, style, like in the cars.
0: Yes, absolutely. Well, I got to sit in, uh, thanks to our mutual friend, Raffaello Porro, who's a past guest here on Cars. Yeah, Raffaello, grazie for putting me together with an amazing team. I'm going to be having Alexander Klatt, your head designer, on the show soon. Robert's going to be, Roberto's going to be on the show too. So you've brought together an incredible team of people to create this incredible car so talk more about what this vehicle is and we'll have uh, links on the show notes page here for franco so you can go and see their website you've got to go check this out but share as you can in a audio way since we're not visual here what this car is all about it is incredible
1: yeah first of all we wanted to be a little bit different, you know, not just to have an, another hypercar and be boring. That's the reason why also we have the name Estrema, which means in Italian extreme, but extreme in beauty and extreme in, in technology. And we think that technology has to be beautiful. We wanted to give a design language to the, the technology we have inside a car, which is basically a new type of batteries. We have cells, which are the so-called solid-state cells, which means we don't have a liquid electrolyte. Therefore, uh, the the battery pack is smaller, and it's about half the the, the weight of uh, normal electric car batteries. So this is what we wanted actually to create, a very fast lab on wheels, which is very beautiful and which will, uh, you know, have a lot of people talking about. And... I think the Italian style also needed to be, um, you know, outspoken by this uh, phenomenal design. And we blended in, uh, all the cultures. And as, as you have heard from my team, which is very international, but somehow we all like the Dolce Vita style, the, the, The the, the movie of the 60s where, you know, this romantic uh, figure of Italy as a nation where people knew how to have fun, even though they were pretty poor back then. Uh, But that does mean that you are not happy. And this is all what we have packed is the estrema bellezza, okay? is extreme beauty that we wanted to represent and to pack with this amazing technology, which is, by the way brought in by a partner and a friend of mine, which is a professor at the Brussels University. His name is Noshin Omar. He is originally from uh, uh, a country in the Middle East, and when he was little, he had to escape uh, because of war with his family, and they moved to Belgium, where they grow up. So it's a very interesting story as well. So we are bringing everything together. We also have another friend which is uh, specialized in packaging the battery cells into a, uh, an incredible way, where is carbon fiber structure. We have all the best material we can use in this uh, prototype. So, Mark Lander, which is uh, he lives actually in Antalya, which is in Turkey. So, you can imagine we have all these people from uh, around the globe, yeah. but with one thing which are you know focusing, uh, which is the the beauty of the car, doing this estrema bellezza, this extreme beauty all together. We don't care from where you're coming from until you know we share the same dream, we share the same vision, and we enjoy life and we want to dis- uh, display uh, this enjoyable way of being all together by presenting the car, packing all this uh, amazing new technology. And also, uh, it's a proof of concept, you know, showing people that it's going to work. Right. Because there there are always a lot of naysayers, nice as you can imagine. <laughs> of course. Well, we are here to say, you know, it's possible. Uh, some, Someone before me, I think it was Walt Disney... Uh, said if you can dream it you can make it that's Right?
0: right that's right he sure did and my listeners our listeners today know that what i've always said is we are the culmination of the people we surround ourselves with and you have surrounded yourself with an incredible team and i love this the fact that they're from all over the world so they bring all these different lifestyle and professional concepts with them into the design of this car and the production of the car absolutely brilliant And that leads me to my next question, which has to do with inspiration. And I'd love for you to share what your driving inspirations have been, maybe key mentor or mentors in your life, people that have been very influential. You've no doubt worked around some amazing people throughout a 30-plus year career. Is there somebody or maybe a few people you'd like to talk about?
1: For sure, especially, you know, coming from another industry, I didn't know anything by two thousand seven. When I dived into this uh, new industry, literally, uh, which is the automotive industry, of course, as car enthusiast, I I knew about cars, but I never worked in the industry because I was doing something different. I was doing uh, machinery before. Therefore, I needed someone and I met an amazing uh, man, which back then was at the towards the end of his career and his name is Victor but known as Vic Doolan and he was former CEO of BMW North America and also former CEO of Volvo North America and uh, he basically uh, uh, took me aside and said, "Okay, uh, so the next couple of years you're you're going to stay with me uh, because with Fisker Automotive we launched a new company and we had to, you know, set up all the dealers and and the whole network sales and after sales network and." I knew how to do it with machineries. I didn't know how to do it with cars. Ah. Uh, I, I tell you honestly, there is not such a big difference, but there are differences, of course. And uh, Vic and I, we traveled the world. So we traveled uh, around North America and Europe uh Basically, most of the time, we spend a long time together. I enjoy that uh, time together. I think there is between me and Vic, there is probably something like 15, 20 years of difference of uh, being Vic uh, older than me. And, uh, and I, I, I really learned a lot. I take a lot of uh, profit of being together with him. And of course, you know, he was uh, also like a door opener because we went to a lot of uh, dealers, big dealers in Europe and they knew him. And, you know, then I was introduced by him. So that helped a lot. I don't think that I could be the one I am today without having uh, had Victor Dulon with me like in France they say chapeau and i have to say chapeau to Vic and i i hope he's maybe listening to this uh <laughs> program and uh and i hope he's happy that i mentioned him. Wow, well, um, of
0: course. Yeah, he yeah. was also back in the mid 2000s um joined Sonic Automotive i believe.
1: He was Correct, correct. It, that's exactly. Yeah. That, yes. Uh, after after Fisker he joined Sonic Automotive, yes, absolutely right, yes.
0: Wow, what a, a fortunate thing to have someone like him, and I'm a big BMW yeah. fan as well as Porsche, and I've had many, well, not many, I've had four bmw m3s and we've had x5s and minis in our family and uh so that's where i knew the name from but uh, what a fortunate guy you were to get to hang out with him and learn yeah i was learn the yes. ropes yeah it's indeed, incredible
1: indeed i had a real master i have to say i had a real master
0: no kidding wow very fortunate if you were going to advise others to launch into producing This is a big question here, Franco. Uh, A hypercar, supercar, maybe what's one or two things you would tell them other than maybe run for the Dolomites?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, first of all, you have to have lots of passion. More, you know, more than money. Of course, money helps, but you need a lot of passion. You need to be prepared. Uh, You need to surround yourself uh, with people that are better than you. Mm -hmm. I think the intelligent entrepreneur is the one that asks people being better than himself to join and help. Okay, so I'm I'm no designer, I'm no engineer, and therefore I need to have the best designer I can and I have to take the best engineers I can. And they explain me how to do a car because by myself, I would not able to do it. So surround yourself with people that are better than you. I think this is the... The most important thing at all and be provided with a huge amount of passion and you have to be stubborn and you know never give up uh because this helps as well
0: oh absolutely well that's perfect uh being a gentleman from italy if anything i've learned from all my travels to italy is the italian people are definitely passionate that's for sure especially when it comes to their automobiles. Oh, my. Some of the most beautiful cars in the world come out of Italy. We're going to take a really short break. When we come back. I'm going to talk about or ask you to talk about a big challenge in your career. So sit tight. Keep the seatbelts on. We'll be right back. What began as a charitable car show has grown into the world's greatest collector car auctions, raising over $133 million for charitable organizations to date. For nearly 50 years, automotive enthusiasts from all over the world have enjoyed the Barrett-Jackson collector car auctions, and I'm a huge fan. Regarded as the barometer of the collector car industry, their auctions are world-class lifestyle events where thousands of the world's most sought-after unique and valuable automobiles cross the block in front of a global audience, in person, on TV, or streamed online. Barrett-Jackson produces the world's greatest collector car auctions in Scottsdale, Arizona, Palm Beach, Florida, Las Vegas, Nevada, and new for 2021, Houston, Texas. The excitement of Barrett-Jackson auctions is contagious, and a unique experience is not to be missed. And coming soon, something new for you Cars Ya yeah! listeners, I'll be teaming up with Craig Jackson on the first ever Barrett-Jackson podcast, coming to your mobile devices every week. Listen here on Cars yeah! and check out the Barrett-Jackson website for unique details on this new, exciting podcast that I'm very proud to be a part of. And be sure to visit BarrettJackson.com today. Barrett Jackson, the world's greatest collector car auctions. So Franco, let's talk about a big obstacle, big challenge. Now, this could be something relating to the new business you're involved in now or something in your past. The reason I ask this is more about how did that experience help you learn some things so that you can move forward in a positive way. So take us on maybe a little bit of a bumpy ride.
1: Uh, yeah, I, actually, yeah, I had a couple of bumpy rides in my life, but I, I would like to speak about one in particular that was at the beginning of my career mm-hmm. when I started to uh, produce the machineries, the uh, agriculture machineries I was talking earlier. We were pretty much at the beginning of our careers and we had a supplier that needed to weld uh, some components. You know, it, it needed to be really perfectly welded. But these weldings were a little bit high, so you couldn't see really if they were... Properly uh, done or not, mm-hmm. and this gentleman decided to uh, save some time, and instead of doing proper welding, he did spot welding. You know, because of course, if you do spot welding, <laughs> it yeah. doesn't take much time, right? And therefore, after painting the machine, you couldn't see if the welding were perfectly done or, like he did, only spot welded. You know, so what happened is that our machines were looking fantastic. You know, like having the best machine machine in the world we dispatched the machine all over the places like in for instance in Sweden and we landed in a in a very small uh, island which is between Denmark and Sweden and this little island is called Bornholm mm. so we dispatched the machine there and then uh, the the dealer i had there called me in the middle of the night and and said hey franco your machine is exploded you know and oh my god what <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what exploded? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. It broke apart, and, and so on and so forth. So I, oh I had to, I had to fly to Copenhagen. I had to take a ferry boat uh, from Denmark to Bornholm. To get to this island, I met with this gentleman and actually this gentleman didn't speak a, a single word of English. So I, I had my dealer translating back and forth, uh, you know, and, and at the end, he was very, very upset because he spent so much money for the machine. No, the machine can't. was not lasting. Yeah. And, I, and, and we were at the very beginning of our career. So money was a serious issue. And I had to... Either uh, find a solution and saying that it was his fault, you know, which of course was not the proper thing to do, or I had to apologize and saying that in a way or another he would uh, uh, get a complete a new machine replacing the one that was broken. Mm. Okay, so even though we know uh, we knew back then that it might be not enough. Uh, you know, funds in our account to build another new machine, we took the risk and we uh, uh, did the new machine for the gentleman. And the gentleman, after receiving the machine, he was the biggest, uh, you know, uh, customer we had because the guy after that, he saw that we were honest, that that we could know that the supplier didn't do properly the welding and so on and so forth. So he was enthusiastic about our reaction. And therefore, he decided to invest more and have more machinery, and was uh, until uh, recently one of the biggest customers uh, in in, in my past company. Yeah. Yeah, And this was a lesson. And I tell you, the day this gentleman was uh, calling me at night, I was crying because I said, okay, if we uh, are messing this up, our company will go belly up. But yeah. it didn't happen. And uh, I know that this uh, former company of mine is still uh, very successful.
0: Well, it's a wonderful story and a huge lesson for anybody in business to do the right thing. It may be the wrong thing from a financial standpoint, but to do the right thing, because look what happened in the end. And we've all had these experience with companies that don't do the right thing and we never do business with them again. And people have long memories. I remember my father buying a Pontiac when I was a little boy. It was a Le Mans model in the '60s, and he started calling it very quickly a Le Mans or lemon <laughs> because that car must have been built on a Friday during hunting season because nobody was paying attention. And the dealership they they would take it back and try to fix it, but they kept pawning off. And to this you know to this day, I remember that that I would never, well, Pontiac's gone belly up, so it doesn't exist anymore, but I would never have bought a Pontiac because of that experience, just seeing what my father went through. And, you know, he didn't have much money then, and it was a big deal to buy a new car like that. So, yeah, you gotta do the right thing, even when it costs you, even when you lose, you have to do the right thing to have customers for life. Incredible story, but incredibly valuable. Now, I always ask my guests about a big bucket list item. You're the kind of guy that the bucket Is never ending. I think because at this point in your life, maybe you could go off and sit on a porch, but I don't think you're the you're the retiring kind of person. You decided to take a bad situation and create this automobile. So, if you look forward to, let's say, the next year or two, what are your dreams, your bucket list dreams for a streamer
1: Well, yes, indeed, it is. Uh, I have a bucket list, and uh, on number one of the list, I have the you know, the production of Fulminia. Uh, The goal is to get the first Fulminia to the customer by the second half of 2023 and to sell uh, like 20 cars a year. So in the course of the next, years Mm -hmm. we're aiming to have 60 cars produced and sold and because i'm born in 1961 and 61 is a kind of magic number for me the car number 61 will be my car oh Uh, (laughs) how cool is that but if we accomplish to sell 60 cars before yes so you know uh there is no reason for me to drive a two million dollar car if I'm not making money out of it, right? right? Right. I can't bankrupt the company because I want to have my personal fulminia. So my goal and what I have in the bucket list is sell 60 cars, and number 61
0: is mine. Nice, nice. Well, that is a quite a goal and quite an achievement that'll happen no doubt. I think that's absolutely brilliant. You know, we all have those magic numbers and a lot of people like cars that are the year they were born. I was born in 58 and I've always wanted a 58 speedster or a 558 spider or, you know, just because, hey, that's when I was created. So there you go. And and talking about special vehicles, is there a special you mentioned Porsche being a mark that you love like I do? My listeners know that they hear it ad nauseum is there a really special vehicle in your history of life and what was it and maybe share a story about that ride
1: uh, well yes indeed it was the 2007 when for the first time i uh, i met with henrik fisker mm. and back then he was in uh, irvine where he has his uh, let's say atelier where he was uh, actually starting with another company called uh, Fisker Coach Build, where they uh, changed some uh, six series coupe BMW, and I think it was the Mercedes SL back then. Mm-hmm. So they they redid a little bit the design and the interior, so they made it more exclusive. And when I knew that they were working on something which were totally different, I needed to... Uh, to To travel to um, uh, California and meet back then Henrik and Barney, which was his other partner and then he uh, uh over um, over a steak I think it was on Newport Beach somewhere on the pier uh on a steakhouse there uh, he said, "Okay, you have to come tomorrow to the showroom to the atelier, and I will show you something that uh, will be the future so i I stepped. In the next morning, I step in and I see a clay bottle, which was still with no paint, but it was the karma in clay. So the, you oh, know, yes. the brown, this brown color, yeah. no new color on top of it. So I just saw uh, the shape and it was not even uh, completely done. It was, I, I think it was like half done, something like this. But you could uh, could see uh, this dramatic proportion of the car. Mm. and i was like you know it was like jaw dropping yeah. so i i had uh i had you know just my all my brain was uh uh was Overloaded. getting so much <laughs> so exactly so much overload of you know design elements and everything and i said to myself this is the most beautiful car i have ever seen in my life and i see it here and it's not even ready it's not even finished it's, it is just a clay model so imagine how beautiful it will be when it will be in real okay that was uh, the most incredible experience i had and i had and, and and i understand i had an incredible privilege to have experienced all that because it doesn't happen uh, in in everybody's life to see a car from the very beginning, where nobody still know that this car exists, wow. and I, I am fortunate enough to be here in the second uh, uh, wave of my life in the automotive experience that I'm having right now with Fulminia, you know, and I see this from the very beginning, from the very sketch. So I think. Uh, I feel really fortunate to have this kind of experience.
0: No kidding. Wow. That is cool. I remember seeing my first Fisker. I was—I uh, had moved up here to the Northwest, but I had lived for a while in Del Mar, California, just north of San Diego. And we were back in Del Mar visiting friends. And one came down the street and stopped. And I crossed this crosswalk in front of it and stopped and just stared at the guy. And he had a big smile on his face. And you know they made that very interesting sound. Uh, that those cars had built into them so that you could hear them because they were you know silent. yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, that is pretty darn cool. Well, I'm going to crawl into your head. We're going to get a little creative here, Franco. If you were manifest as a vehicle, now this isn't what you want to be. This is your perception of yourself as a human being manifest into a vehicle. What would Franco Pizzuto be? But more importantly, yeah. why?
1: <laughs> you know, it, this is funny because I'm, you know, since 15 years, I'm considered uh, one of the Italian pioneers of, uh, of the electric mobility. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and This is surprising for many, but I wasn't born in, in, in the electric uh, era. I wasn't born in the era of, you know, having batteries propelling our cars. I was born like you uh, in the gasoline era. Yes. And And for me, where I see myself as a car, is And I tell you exactly the model and the reason why. It is the 911 964 Carrera 4. Uh. Okay, This is the most amazing car I ever had, I ever owned in my life. Unfortunately, I know it now. Uh, I didn't uh, keep the car back then. I had the car uh, probably six or seven years, something mm-hmm. like that. And then I sold it. And uh, that was the most stupid move I did because Uh. the car is, the car, the 964, uh, it it was a 1989 model with the square side mirrors, not the rounded one, you know, and, and the car was light. It had the enough power. It's not a dramatic, it was only 250 horsepower, but it was enough. Yeah. It had four-wheel drive. In In the winter, uh, the most amazing safe car at all. And I felt uh, myself in a perfect uh, environment. It was like it was part of myself. I felt when I was sitting on, uh, on the, the leather seats, of course, I had wonderful leather seats. I felt myself to be glued uh, with the car and one like like a glove, you know, this kind of feeling I had never again uh, with, you know, this kind of relation. Beautiful car, perfect cars, but uh, sometimes too perfect. You know, uh, <laughs> the, the the 964 was still with the ABS, but not loaded with electronics. Right. It was still a lot of mechanic components there. And I could bring, back then I had two kids. I have three kids in total, but back then I had two kids and I could use the car As an everyday driver, I was going to work. I was bringing my kids to kindergarten, one to school, the other one. I had my wife with me. We were four people. We could take a ride, all the four of us, and be in a very special car. This was, uh, you know, this, if I could be a car, I would be my former 964 Carrera 4, (laughs) the C4
0: yeah, yeah. You know, uh, see, that's why I like you so much, Franco. We get along great here. I had a a 91. Mine was a career two. Of course, that 89 was that unique one time where they came out with that and that evolved later into a 993. I had C4S, but um, my 91 I bought was my daily driver for 10 years. I love that car. I put the, I put the uh, RS America mirrors on it with the cup wheels and took the car to the track and uh, wasn't the four like yours, but uh, just love that car. Missed that car. Uh, had a special exhaust on it that sounded just so sweet. So I like it. And I like your description too. That worked really, really well. You know, I found that successful people always give back to help others. Are there some ways that you help others in the automotive sector to achieve their goals?
1: Uh, Indeed, I I love young people because uh, I still think I'm young myself. Uh, (laughs) We all do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. But then suddenly you realize that, yeah, okay, these guys are all being like uh, kids for you. I mean, it could be your your children. Uh, But what I love is to stay with students. So, uh, for instance, I I love to give uh, speech at universities, at colleges. And, uh, of course, I like to help someone with a special talent, or also not so much talent, but a lot of will to enter the automotive industry, which is very, very difficult. And it happened just recently. It was a couple of months ago that uh, someone from Uruguay with Italian roots, uh, a young man uh, by the name of Luca, contacted me and asked me, If he could do uh, something that uh, he needed for university and so on and so forth. And I gave him the chance right away. And, you know, uh, I cannot, as you can imagine, I cannot help everyone, but I try to help at least one student per year that I can take and I can present. For instance, Luca is now working with an amazing uh card designer which you know very well which is Alexander Klatt. Yes. And Alexander Klatt told me that I have selected in a reality a very talented young man. Nice. You know, that means that this Luca that contacted me uh over from Uruguay uh might be the next Alexander Klatt. Wow. You know? So you see, yeah. Cool. This is what they really love, you know, with hang out with the young people and uh, find the talent and give them the chance to become somebody.
0: Well, it's wonderful. And my listeners know that my charity of choice is TechForce Foundation, which helps young people get into the automotive world. We're going to give them a quick listen here, a little ad spot for them. And we come back, I'm going to ask you about a great book. And you and I are going to take the ultimate drive. So sit tight. We'll be right back. Cars Yeah! is proud to support our veterans, which is why I've teamed up with our nonprofit partner, TechForce Foundation, through its Veterans at Work military transition campaign. The tech shortage is very real, and our country needs skilled, qualified techs to keep our cars, trucks, airplanes, and fleets rolling. When so many vets build their skills in maintaining and servicing vehicles when deployed, TechForce helps transition those skills to jobs as professional technicians when they come home. Learn more about TechForce Foundation and its Veterans at Work Military Transition Fund at techforce.org today. So let's talk a little bit about great reading. Is there? Uh, do you get any time these days in your busy life to sit down and enjoy a great book? And if so, is there one you'd like to recommend?
1: Uh, yeah. And uh, usually, you know, I, 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 I'm reading the book either when I'm in the train uh, since COVID struck, and, uh, you know, the travel was limited. Uh, air travel was almost uh, zero. And, and then we started again to discover the train, you know. So yes. um, when you're in the train, you don't have to drive yourself. And I Usually have a drive which is from my next town where we have the fast train the so-called Frecciarossa Which goes from Bolzano to Milan or from Bolzano to Rome and it is very comfortable and that's the the moment I uh, usually read a book and recently I, I met a lady, uh, which is uh, uh, Dr. Angelica Sodian. Uh, I think she's Austrian, German Austrian from origin, but she lives now in the UK. And she traveled all over the world, especially between Europe and China. And, and she knows China uh, very, very well. And I have received a, a, a very interesting book from her, which she was uh, writing, I think, a couple of years ago, which is In the Year of the Tiger. And it's, it's uh, talking about China and it says uh, why it is not too late to learn from China. You know, we we know how um, dramatic also the economics are uh, because of COVID-19. And, you know, someone uh, is, of course, saying uh, it's all because of China and blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. I don't think it is the the right way to, to see how the economic and how our world is changing. I think we have to learn from each other and I think we have good and bad is everywhere you know it's not that we the Western are the good ones and the ones in Asia are the bad ones I think uh, it it is uh, uh, something in the middle okay we have uh, we carry out both uh, things the good and the bad and this this book helped me a lot to understand mentality because I'm born where uh the uh you know for everyone in Europe or every young uh boy in Europe we had this idea of having the american dream okay uh-huh. and, and 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 maybe today the young people might need to think about having a china dream you know a chinese dream uh because china is such a leading country with technology and manufacturing capacity and where we uh, used to have everything related made in China being cheap, okay? And now we see high end products coming from China, especially in the automotive world, especially in the electric automotive world with a lot of innovations and so on and so forth. And this book helped me a lot to understand why Chinese are the way they are. You know, uh, we know little. People in your age, in my age, know really little about China. Right. And uh, this was very helpful to me so i want to uh, say thank you to angelica that offered me that was a nice present of her i have also uh, a nice uh, you know a nice signature uh, edition from oh, her nice, and nice. Uh, this is something i would suggest in our uh, industry if someone wants to understand better the western uh, towards uh, you know the chinese mentality the differences and why they do some Decision in this way, rather than in the Western way.
0: Oh, fascinating! Uh, so
1: this this will be my recommendation for our listeners.
0: Well, I appreciate you sharing that, and I'll make sure I put that link on Franco's show notes page. Dr. Angel Angelica, I say Angelica Angelica Sodian S O D I A N. In the Year of the Tiger. Fascinating read. Always good to learn more about all the people of the world uh, to see how their thought process goes and how it's going. That's the first time that book's been recommended. So we're going to go on the ultimate drive here, Franco, and you get to choose the vehicle. You get to choose who you're with and who's driving and what are you going to be talking about? So in your mind's eye, what is this ultimate drive all about? So take the wheel.
1: I'm taking the wheel you know and I definitely want my 964 uh, Porsche back again (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know where it landed actually somewhere in Germany probably Uh, So this is what I would like to have back uh, to have this feeling uh, back again And uh, this this typical noise of the flat six uh, which I, I really love and with me I, I want to have my wife. My wife Sylvia. Uh, mm-hmm. the reason why is that we are together this year thirty years. Oh, congratulations. Thank you very much. But she's always joking with me, saying that at the end we probably spent not more than ten years together because, <laughs> because I of was your so travels. Traveled. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Maybe that's why the marriage works so well, Franco. <laughs> exactly. She she says exactly the same thing. She says that our marriage is so good because I've never At home, and (laughs) sounds like my my (laughs) wife. (laughs) There is no fight. So, but uh, despite all the jokes, I I really uh, didn't spend much time with her. And then we had also the kids uh, growing up, and I appreciate what she did for me uh, because she was the one. She was the cornerstone of our family, where the kids knew. She was always there uh, because daddy is, you know, uh, going around the world, yeah. and she backed me also in the difficult times when we had really, really tough, uh, also from the economical uh, mm-hmm. point, you know, where sure. I lost a lot of money in this industry. Uh, but she never uh, gave up uh, on me, and she backed me, and she said, you, "You will be back. You are strong." Uh, you have to do, uh, you just listen to your gut feeling, what your gut feeling is doing. So really are right with her, just, uh, her with me and me telling her, uh, how much I really appreciate her oh, because nice. during, you know, during the normal time, you never get really to talk <laughs> with your wife Understood. and, uh, and I think, uh, you know, ideally going, Another, by the way, an, another uh, wonderful road which I love is PCH number one. Ah, uh, yes. And I really love the way you go, uh, you know, when you come uh, close to Crystal Cove uh, before Laguna Beach, yes, okay, and you see yes. the ocean. You don't see so many villas and, 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 and not so many uh, other kind of uh, uh, buildings, but you. See, yeah. but you see the, 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 the white ocean and oh, the yeah. cliffs. And, and I and I think of myself, actually, uh, I would like to have, you know, the convertible. Yeah. Um, in this <laughs> okay. case, yeah. the 960, not the coupe, but the convertible. The cabriolet, so you, yeah. The cabriolet, you open up the roof and then you have all, uh, my wife, she still has wonderful long blonde hair. She's German, she's from Munich. So I would like to see her like being in the 20s, in her 20s, and, uh, you know, enjoying the ride with her. Top down
0: and wind in the hair. Yeah. Exactly. You know, that paints a wonderful... Picture. I drove as a daily driver when I lived in Southern California in 1984 Cabriolet Porsche. I once went 300 days without putting the top up on that car, driving it to work. Oh, wow. Day. Yeah. Oh, I wow. couldn't do it. I couldn't do that up here in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> oh, no. um, 300
1: days top down. That's yeah. Pretty amazing.
0: <laughs> cool. But, uh, well, that sounds like a wonderful, wonderful drive. Uh, that would be absolutely brilliant. Well, you've taken us on a wonderful drive today. And I want to thank you for calling in from Italy and spending some time with me today and sharing this amazing new vehicle. Again, listeners, you can go to Franco's show notes page on the Cars Yeah website, see a picture of this vehicle, go to their website. I've got links there. Check it out. What's coming is something that is new and absolutely incredible. I can't wait to see one in real life. Before I let you go, would you share maybe a parting word of wisdom or advice with our listeners today?
1: Yeah, I think, uh, what is important is to stay humble no matter how successful you are in life. Just stay humble because, uh, you never know what's going to happen. You might need someone and it is easier, uh, to ask for help if you, uh, kept a lower profile and, <laughs> and, and, and maybe you don't sound too arrogant, uh, Sometimes, you know, people tend to be successful and as more they are successful, as more they become arrogant sometimes. And, uh, uh, you know, that's the reason why I'm saying stay humble. And then, like they used to say in the ancient Rome, per aspera ad astra, which means you can go to the stars through difficulties. So mm. it, it, it's difficult. We know it's difficult, but you can reach the stars. Uh, therefore, you have to keep going. You have Uh, to keep uh, working hard and then eventually you're getting there where you uh, like to be which is in the start so i say it again per aspera ad astra
0: ah i love it it's beautiful and your your comments about being humble remind me of a great quote by walter winchell be kind to everyone on the way up you'll meet the same people on the way down
1: that's so true that's so true,
0: yeah. So I would assume the best way for people to learn more about your new business is automobiliestrima.it, correct? Is that your website?
1: Yes, that's it. We have both. We have .it.com, so either way works.
0: Okay, great. I'll make sure I put links on Franco's show notes page. Just go to com. type in Franco. Bizzuto, P-I-Z-Z-U-T-O, and you'll find out. And again, a nice shout out and a thank you. Grazie to Raffaello Porro, Studio the O-P-I-Z-O rpr he's been a past guest here on Car yeah been a friend of mine in fact i introduced raffaello to pebble beach concourse he got to go to this first one with me we attended dawn patrol together at 4 30 in the morning uh so uh raffaello and i shared some good times together during car week a few years ago uh franco thank you for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your amazing life with us until you and i talk again my friend i'll see you down the road
1: Thank you Mark it was a pleasure.
0: Ah uh, grazie. Ciao ciao. Ciao ciao. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions and values. Linkage is an actual informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions. Ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you're subscribing, and they'll give you $10 off linkage geared for the automotive life subscribe today at linkagemag.com thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at cars yeah drive on over to carsyeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun